You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We are a church that strives to have open hearts, open minds, and open doors as we make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And one of the ways that we do that is offering up our sermons for you to listen to. And so we hope you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org or on our social media at TahlequahUMC. So enjoy today's message. We join me in an attitude of prayer. Loving and gracious God, we come before you on this day knowing that you love us. And some of us struggle with that. But Lord, we know that as we read the scriptures today, we know that we see that you wipe away every tear. And Lord, you know our hearts and you know that there are some joys that that we just didn't know how to express, just like there are concerns, we didn't know how to lift up to you. And Lord, we know that you hear our prayers. Lord, I lift up the church to you in this time. Just be with us in every step and every breath that we take. That in the reading of the scripture, that your word be heard. And in the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. And all of us gathered here today said, Amen. So we're in our third week of our Book of Revelation series. And I want to invite you to um, pull out your Connect, Serve, and Grow uh, guides and, and turn to the back there and, and maybe take some notes or jot down some thoughts that you have uh, that may come to mind to you. And, and notice that there's a weekly reading and a prayer and devotional guide in there. And yes, I know that I'm making you read a lot of the Book of Revelation uh, each week, but you know, it's the only way that you can learn how to read it if you spend time with it. And get to know it a little bit better. Because let me tell you, it is a scary book. It's not one that you can just sit down and feel good after reading. You, I would encourage you not reading it at night. Um, you know, um, it may cause nightmares. Or it may give you stress trying to figure out what every little thing means. But in, in this time together, my hope is that by the time that we finish this sermon series, not only do you gain... Um, you can actually check it off your box that you've actually read it and we've been through it together in, in worship, but you can actually feel a little bit more comfortable when you hear it um, in worship settings. And if you remember in the first week, Pastor Shanna preached for you and um, she shared with you this great line that hope is alive because of the throne. And then last week I invited you to let your amens be a so be it to God. And I want to remind you that the book of Revelation is a letter written in prophetic apocalyptic. That's a hard word to say when you're trying to roll. It's a prophetic apocalyptic. That's a hard word sentence to say. A prophetic a prophetic You get it. Uh, to convey that those who would have heard it, that God's life-giving actions prevail. And that Roman power and violence are not the ultimate end, but in the end, God's love wins. And I want you to hold on to that as we dive into today's scripture reading. 
Will you join with me to Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17? After this, I looked, and there was a great crowd that no one could number. There were from every nation, tribe, people, and language. They were standing before the throne and before the Lamb, and they wore white robes, and they held palm branches in their hands. They cried out with a loud voice, Victory belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood in the circle around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell face down before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might to be our God forever and always. Amen. Then one of the elders said to me, Who are these people wearing white robes, and where did they come from? I said to him, Sir, you know. Then he said to me, These people have come out of great hardship. They have washed their robes and made them white in lamb's blood. This is the reason they are before God's throne. They worship him day and night in his temple, and the one seated on the throne will shelter them. They won't hunger or thirst anymore. No sun or scorching heat will beat down on them because the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them. He will lead them to the springs of life-giving waters, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Brutz Metzger, in his book, Breaking the Code, a book on Revelation, he says, This vision continues to encourage particularly our persecuted sisters and brothers throughout the world that God hears their cries and will give justice for them against their oppressors. Imagine you're hearing this and you're going through a difficult time. Knowing that God will provide for you, that, that you will not hunger anymore and you will not thirst for any, anymore and, and you won't feel pain and you, and, and because of the Lamb. And that God will wipe away every tear from your eyes. I like what Jürgen Moltmann says. He says, God weeps with us so that we may someday laugh with him. We see in this image here that, that John is having this image of this great worship experience of, of tons of people, and they're singing praises to God. And, and, and I can only imagine this worship experience of being something so sacred and holy that the only thing you could do would be try to keep your mouth closed because your jaw would drop so much by the heavenly forces that are around them. And it noticed, they, they didn't just say it was a select group of people. It was people from everywhere, all languages, all spaces and time. They came to worship. They were going through some difficult things, and yet they came to worship the God of love. Adam Hamilton in his book, Why, and I would encourage you, if you, if, if one of the best books to read one of his best books to read is his book, Why. He says this, 
Rejecting God doesn't change the situation that caused our suffering. It only removes the greatest source of our hope, help, comfort, and strength that we have. Let's say that again. Rejecting God doesn't change the situation that has caused our suffering. It only removes the greatest source of our hope, help, comfort, and strength that we have. I have to admit, this week, when I was at Camp Egan, and then I turned on, we turned on the news, and we saw about the shooting of children in Colorado. Hope seemed dim. Then I have a friend who's a United Methodist pastor about 10 miles away from the shooting offer a light of hope. And all they did was say, come to our parking lot and we'll pray for you. We're going to open up our sanctuary and we're going to have a prayer service for you. Ryan didn't have the answers. He didn't know what to tell these parents who were grieving and people who were disoriented and lost. All he could do was offer a light and hope. And I have to admit, that's what the church is called to do. That's who we are. That's in our DNA. That's what we've been since day one, is we're called to say no to death and hello to hope. Even when things seem grim and hopeless. We can provide hope for one another. I, I don't know about you, but when, when things are going down and, and you get a text message from a church member or a card from our care team or, 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 or just some words of encouragement, that, that gives us a little bit of hope that it, it will be all right. And leaning in a little bit more to God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Gives us comfort and strength to go another day. We are called to be stretcher bearers for people who are suffering. And what I mean by that, uh, this isn't unique or something new. This is something I heard from Adam Hamilton uh, in his book, um, The Way. He, He said this, everyone needs a stretcher bearer. Friends who will carry you when you are your weakness. Friends who will not only pray for you, but will do whatever it takes to help you get back on your feet. In my experience, the only way to have stretcher bearers is to be a stretcher bearer like that for someone else. And then he asks these questions. Who are your stretcher bearers? Whose stretcher bearer are you? Investing in them can change your life. And it did for a man in Capernaum. And what I mean by that is if you turn to Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, you hear this story. It says, after a few days, Jesus went back into Capernaum, and people heard that he was at home. So many gathered that there were no longer, no longer space, not even at the door. Jesus was speaking the word to them, and some people arrived, and four of them were bringing a man to him who was paralyzed. They couldn't carry him through the crowd, so they tore off part of the roof where Jesus was. When they had made an opening, they lowered the mat on which the paralyzed man was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Child, your sins are forgiven, and he was healed. 
See, sometimes we have to be that stretcher bearer. Sometimes we have to be those people that are willing to rip off the roof to lower the person who is hurting to Jesus. And sometimes we have to admit we're paralyzed and we need people to help us. And friends, that's where the church comes into play. We're both. There are some of us that are dealing with things. There are some of us uh, who are willing to be there for one another. We just don't know how. There are some of us that feel like maybe our time has passed and we can't do it anymore, but yet we can pray for one another. We can support one another. And one of the ways that I believe that God wipes away every tear is through us being stretcher bearers. And so my challenge for you this week is to be a stretcher bearer for someone that you know is hurting. Be willing to rip off the roof that may be keeping them away from Jesus. Rip off that roof and show them what hope looks like. And if we can do that, we can change the world. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, and we hope you connect with us at TahlequahUMC.org.